One of the biggest lessons I've learned throughout my life is that your relationship with money and your relationship with people, like romantic relationships, is very similar. And this is what I wanna explore in this episode today. Uh, But before we get started, welcome back to Nobody Is Doing It Right, the podcast for those who are uncertain. My name is Kat. I am your guide throughout this uncertain journey. I have been through all these things. I have worked through them. I have improved my ability to show up more authentically, to be more aligned, to just feel generally better and no longer be a people pleaser. (laughs) And so I like to talk about all these things and offer my insights and advice to anybody else who's struggling with them. So yeah, if you feel like you resonate with what I talk about, I offer sessions where we can go through this and I also write things that's why my name is Katarina writes because I first processed all these thoughts and emotions through my writing so I write a newsletter that I send out every week I also write books that I offer on my website that explore these topics in more detail so if you're interested in any of that you can find that all on my website Um, so yeah let's get into it I was thinking about this recently I've journaled a lot about this topic but I was thinking about it very recently because I didn't really realize how close the relationship between money and romance actually was um, until very recently talking with my friends and stuff about romantic relationships and how the same patterns and habits appeared within both. So firstly, I see your relationship with money just as much a relationship as the one you have with people. It is a dynamic. It is reflective of how you feel about yourself. And the main components that I've noticed in these types of relationships and how they mirror each other in romantic relationships and with your money or your finances is, and I have some notes here. So if you are watching this on YouTube and you see me looking somewhere else, it's because I'm looking at my notes. Um, The first one is that both your finances and your romantic partnerships reflect your level of self-worth. They reflect how you genuinely feel about yourself and how you, you, you view yourself and how worthy you think you are. Another component is that both of these things are something that you or all of us really are often chasing. We're often chasing romantic partnerships, people most of the time. We find ourselves always trying to figure out ways to get them if it's someone that's kind of elusive. And we do that with money too. Like it's a very common thing that we're chasing money. Obviously this doesn't apply to everybody. Some people are really great with um, attracting this kind of stuff in their life, totally. But I'm not talking to you guys right now. (laughs) I'm talking to people like me who struggle with this. Um, These two things are things we often are chasing. We're looking at like, how do I get this? There's not like, I can't find it. I can't catch it. I can't hold it. Whether that's romance or money. And the final component that I want to talk about is For both of these things, you have to know your value or see your value first before you can actually fully attract and embrace, you know, either romance or money. You have to know what you offer and stand firm in what you offer, the value you provide, in order to then be able to receive it openly, to be really able to find someone who's able to give it right back to you, someone who matches you or to be able to find a career path or whatever that allows you to gain value in return. Because for example, when it comes to like money, the money aspect, if you don't know your value, if you don't know what you offer to this world, what you give, what you do that provides value and service to other people, then you might get into jobs or positions or careers or whatever that aren't that, that, you, that aren't giving you that same value back because you don't really know what you have to offer. So maybe you're in a job that doesn't really align with you, doesn't feel very purposeful in any way, right? Because I'm not saying that everybody can get into a job that feels totally right for them. It's a struggle. But even a little bit of it, even a semblance of alignment in some way, you might be in a job that doesn't do that. So 
Therefore, you're, you close yourself off to opportunities where you're able to receive more value because you feel like, well, I'm not really giving value. So why would I be open to asking for a promotion or this or that? Right. And that, those are like very insidious, like subconscious reasonings as to why we hold ourselves back from money. You know, obviously we need money. So at the forefront of our minds, consciously, we're like, yeah, we need as much as we can get. And I'm always asking for, but subconsciously, you might have things that block you from taking from getting it, from accepting it, from receiving it, um, that lead you to self-sabotage, right? And the same thing happens with relationships. If you don't feel like you are valuable in some way, and I don't want to say this as like, oh, everyone has to provide value, like high value, high value men, have high value women. What I mean is if you don't feel like confident in your in what you offer uniquely right like if you're like you know what i'm i'm not uh amazing and perfect in every aspect but i do this and i'm really loyal and i'm friendly like if you don't have any sort of understanding of what your value is in any regard then it's going to be so much harder to find people like to even to gravitate toward people or accept people who are willing to give their own value back to you because if you're like well i'm not i don't really have anything to offer so subconsciously you might feel like I can only accept or be with people that also don't have anything to, to offer. So you're just living in this like state of not getting anything and also not giving anything, right? And that's not to say like every aspect of life should be a transaction, but there are elements of transactions to money and to relationships because that's the point. It's about having like a fluid dynamic of, of comfortable give and take, right? When, when it feels like comfortable and aligned and you're not forcing anything, obviously, right? And yeah, so I realized like this is really important to recognize because I think it all stems from a scarcity mindset, feeling like there is not enough to go around or that you're not enough. And so if you're not enough, then how can you expect enough? Right? Because I have, you know, and that comes down again to self-worth to, you know, I'm not good enough. So then why should somebody like me because I'm not good enough or whatever? It's, it's scarcity. And it is about working on this like abundance mindset and i'm i hesitate to talk about this because i don't want it to come off like i'm some sort of like spiritual money manifestation guru right great for them love that uh but that's not really the aspect of all of this that i want to highlight or focus on for me it's more about your self-worth because i think that's one of the main pillars of personal growth and I, i'm talking about this a little bit more and more where i've really recognize what the main pillars are of your personal growth journey based on my own journey, right? This is not like a study theory or anything like that. This is just from my own journey, what I've learned, what I've recognized, what I've had to work through. Uh, there are four main pillars in my explorations. It's self-worth, self-trust, self-expression, and vulnerability. And they all, they're all like their own beast that you have to tame individually, but they all work in tandem with one another. You cannot separate one from the other. You can't just work on one thing and not focus at all on the other. They all kind of go hand in hand. Like self-worth is the basis of all of this, right? And in order to build your self-worth, you have to trust, you know, have that self-trust that you're gonna do things that are right for you, or you're gonna ask for the things that are right for you, which is the vulnerability part, you know, asking for things. That's scary, it's uncomfortable. Um, and you're going to do the vulnerable thing of also like of expressing yourself, right? Expressing who you are to the world, what you want, what you like, what you don't like. So when you work on one part of it, you have to work on all of them, right? So self-worth is the main kind of the main pillar holding this all together, but it's one of the four. Um, the scarcity mindset and abundance mindset from my perspective comes down to self-worth. 
you maybe have been told at some point in your life that you're not good enough as you are. You're not good enough. You have to do this. You have to do achieve this, reach for this, have this, whatever. Look like this. And um, until you're like that, maybe sometimes until you're perfect, if you have like that perfectionist tendency like I do, um, until then you cannot have what you're looking for. So you're always chasing these things that validate you. You're always chasing these things that prove your self-worth to you. And oftentimes that manifests in relationships and money. Those are the two most tangible ways, I think, that we prove to ourselves that we're good enough is who loves us and how much money we can get, how much value we're kind of receiving. And money is the most tangible form of value, I think, in the way we perceive it in society, right? Especially in like our capitalist society. So of course, like the two go hand in hand and the, they mirror each other because both reflect how we see ourselves. If you struggle with both your rela romantic relationships, you feel like you cannot hold on to someone or you're always chasing people who don't want to be caught, like people who are elusive, who are always running from you, um, you know, emotionally, hopefully not physically, but <laughs> emotionally running from you. Um, and you also struggle with that same thing when it comes to finances with money for some reason you just can't you're always chasing money you can't find a way to make it feel like it's staying like you have it you feel comfortable in it you feel secure i would argue that this is very much rooted in scarcity and abundance and i would say start journaling about it start talking to yourself about it start exploring these concepts because that's what i had to do and it really helped to uncover my deep seated beliefs on what i think i deserve and what I think I give to the world and to people. Where does my value lie in order to feel comfortable receiving value in return, if that makes sense? Because if you don't feel like I like that you're able to give anything, that you're just not good enough, I'm not good, I have nothing to offer, I'm not smart, I'm not this, I'm not whatever, then of course you're going to hold yourself back from opportunities and people that give you value in return. You're going to only go after opportunities and people that are elusive, that don't give you value in return because you're like, well, that's all I'm subconsciously, that's all I'm worthy of. That's all I deserve. I don't deserve ease. I don't deserve abundance. I deserve struggle. You know, and I talk about this a lot. I deserve things that are tough and and I have to struggle through because through the struggle, I prove my worth. But the thing with struggle is, struggle's main purpose is just pain. Unlike with challenge, challenge requires growth, but it's also within your skills. Like you can, you're still capable of whatever it is that's challenging. That's what makes it a challenge. You're capable of it, but it requires you to step up a bit more and to hone your skills and get a little bit better and improve. Like that's good. Challenge is good. That's that's where growth is. But struggle, struggle doesn't do any of that. Struggle just creates pain and suffering. But sometimes we put ourselves on the path of struggle because we feel like through that struggle, through that pain, um, through showing ourselves that we don't deserve happiness and comfort and ease, that's where our worth lies because that's what we've been taught. Um, so yeah, I, I really wanted to talk about this concept because I think a lot of people, it resonated with a lot of people on my TikTok and they wanted me to go into more detail with it. I might make another video that's exploring it a bit more on there too, but I think it would, I thought it would make a really good podcast episode because yeah, it's just, again, I still struggle with this. I'm still working through it, um, but that's why I wanted to start this conversation because I like engaging with people who offer their own perspective and it allows me then to also grow as well because I'm not, I don't know everything. And I never will. And I can't claim that I can, I can tell you everything. But I think sharing these ideas and thoughts and exploring them together is the best way for all of us to slowly 
grow, you know, to make this collective shift. Um, so yeah, I wanted to bring this up and I wanted to show you my findings so far and the information that I've synthesized about all of this that I've looked into, that I've researched and I've explored with myself because I think it's fascinating. And I think a lot of people struggle with this and they don't realize they're struggling with it. And I think it can span your entire life and you might not realize it. I know, I know people, adults, grown adults in their 50s, 60s who struggle with this and don't realize it. They're not seeing, the, they're not connecting the dots. And that's not to say like to shame anybody for that. No, it's very difficult to do that. Um, but I think having the opportunity to see other people exploring this as well is a, the best way to like have that um, triggered in you, right? To really have these things click and be like, okay, maybe it's this. So yeah, hopefully this episode was informative, insightful, offered a little bit of clarity. And I hope that you can take this topic and run with it and journal about it and explore it for yourself and see what comes up. Um, and again, if you want to explore this in more detail with me um, and kind of get more of my specific insights into your issue and how you're struggling with it and allow me to synthesize it that way, you know, based on what you're telling me and what you're going through, uh, feel free to book with me online. I love working with people on this stuff. So yeah, that's why I offer one-to-one -one sessions for anybody else that's kind of on this journey and needs a bit more of like a, a guiding hand to help them through this. Um, but yeah. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will be back again next week with another one.